0: Well, first of all, uh, thanks to the people, the
1: volunteers, and yeah. doing all the logistics. Great job, everyone. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I was at school the last four years, up in mm. Merced, so it's great to be back in Orange County, and to see this happening It's amazing. I never thought I'd see it, so it's pretty awesome. Um, just one thing I'd like to say about the 99% is that we be as effective as we
2: are united, and that means that we have to respect one another. That includes people of different sexuality, People with different race, different color, um, people documented, undocumented, everyone who lives in the world. We have an All right, who else? There's a couple other people. Hi, my name's Dan O'Mahony. I wanted to uh, say a few things about what's already happened here. In my opinions, by being here, you're already a part of history and you're on the right side of it. My, my understanding is that in hundreds of cities, occupations like ours are going on. That's going on because this situation affects every city. All over the world. want to ask you a few things now that you're back from the march, and they might seem like serious rhetorical questions, but I'm headed somewhere. Do you feel good? Feel angry. So you know why you're here. So that's the thing. If you watch media coverage of these events, if you watch Occupy unfold, people are starting to understand that. But still, the main thing that keeps like minded people suffering from the same conditions that face every one of us is the belief that this is vague. That we don't know what we want. That we don't know what we're doing here. So, a few more questions for you. When we say, Citizens United does not represent united citizens. Are we vague? No. When we say there is no such thing as corporate personhood, are we vague? No. When we say that electoral politics means one human being, one vote, and we'll do anything to make that the case, are we vague? No. It's our responsibility, as passionate people about this cause, to make that clear to the world. I thank you for letting me do your part.
3: All right, uh, give me a couple more people. We've this gentleman right here who wanted to say something.
4: My name's Craig, and um, partly I'm feeling like I showed up today because I wanted to be inspired, and you have all inspired me. (laughs) That there's people that want to come out and have a voice. And I found out a few years ago that something's going wrong in this country. It's affecting me personally, unemployed for two years. Lots of friends, unemployed, trying to find work in this country, and there's an imbalance that's going on. There's a wealth disparity, and I don't like it. And that's why I came out today to have a voice, so we can make a difference. Another thing that inspires me is my four-year-old nephew. Because I figure when he turns 18, I'd like to have a political system that he would feel proud of. That he could go into a ballot box and, and look at a list of candidates and have choices. Have choices that he can believe in. Lots of choices, that he could feel comfortable running for office, and that we could have a public funding campaign so that people could run. We'd have more choices in this country. So that's another reason why I'm out here today. And I'm inspired by you, and I'm thrilled, and I encourage all of you to get your voice. And the, And does not have to be a polished speaker, but come up here. We're going to have open mics ongoingly, that people can come up and be part of this. That this is called Occupy because we're here to say there's something wrong. We're pointing at Wall Street. It's over there. There's a problem over there in Wall Street. And it's causing a lot of this wealth disparity and we want it changed. And so we're here today. Thank you. All right. Beautiful, beautiful.
2: My name is David Reyes. And the reason
0: why I'm here is because today is my son's 21st birthday. And he's over there,
2: and I'm here to support him. And I always tell my kids, if there's something that you believe in, then go for it, and do what you got to do. And so, I'm here to learn. My wife is here, and my daughter's here. And so, I, so far, I give you guys a lot of respect. And as the gentleman said, respect each other. And I just want to say, my son, happy birthday, David Reyes Jr. And me and my wife are here to support him. And that's all I have to say.
5: Hi, my name is Vicki. I've had a couple of questions on the meaning of my flag. Uh, I have a son in the Navy for the last five years and another in the Air Force for the last four years. This is the international signal for distress. So, if you're ever out in the ocean, your boat breaks down, you turn your flag upside down. It means I need help. I need help. I need help.
6: Thank you.
7: Somebody over here. How you doing? So, I'm with part of the Occupy Santa Ana organizing. And I was at the Santa Ana Police Department, and we met with them to try and work out and be peaceful with the police about occupying Santa Ana. And they said, no camping. And we said, freedom of speech. And they said, we don't have discretion about prosecuting whether you violate that. Now, there's never been a prosecutor in the world ever gotten in trouble for deciding not to prosecute. So they lied right to our faces. And it's disturbing to me. Who's heard about Boston and Denver breaking up the occupation movements with police force?
8: Disturbing!
7: How is it that we have less freedom here in the United States to occupy and protest than they did in Egypt? They protested for months in Egypt. What are they saying to us? You don't need that freedom here because there's less oppression? Does that make sense to you? Because you're less oppressed, you have less freedom? What does freedom mean? If we can't camp out and say this is not right, and they can in Egypt, the Arab Spring has more freedom than we do? That is not the United States. So I want to say, stand up, call attention. Do not let this police state take over and make us have less freedom than anywhere else in the world. That's all I want to say about that. (laughs) Hi, my name
9: is Chip Daniels. I'm with MoveOn. And I'm actually out here for a lot of reasons, the same as everybody else, but there's one thing I'd actually like to direct comments to the students here. For everybody who's a student here i just like to tell you that you're being sold a bill of goods. A lot of people are telling you that you absolutely have to take on debt and get deep in debt to have your college education. And I'm here to tell you that that hasn't always been the case. That's actually a new thing. I'm old enough to remember that time when the Cal State system was free, when the community colleges were free. UCLA was cheap enough that plumbers and poor people would send their kids to UCLA. It was virtually free. We had that in America at one time. When I was young, people like you, people your age, would get a free college education because America thought that that was important. America thought that was a priority. And we're being told now, we're being lied to, we're being told that that can't happen anymore because we don't have money. That's a lie, and you don't need to stand for it. You need to stand up and say college education is a priority. Spending $1 trillion on war is not a priority. $1 trillion on banker bailouts is not a priority. $1 trillion of tax cuts to those who are rich is not a priority. The colleges like Cal State Fullerton, UC Irvine, all the colleges around here, there was a time when you could get a free education from those. And we can do that again if we stand up today and say that's what we need, that's what we want, that's a priority. So I think that's it. I'd like everybody to be aware of that.
3: Um, oh, yeah. I just, we, we're going to have a couple more people say some things, but we're having an open mic later, so musicians and anybody that wants whatever you want to do cartwheels on stage so uh, just a couple more people and then, then Mark Levine is going to speak All right. hey how's everybody doing? alright um...
2: I'm a worker in this country, I'm a longshoreman, I'm a union worker okay and I work my ass off, let me tell you and I, I'm... everybody give yourself a good pat on the back to being here really this is where it's at it's the people this is this country is about people okay and I'm telling you right now as I'm speaking on this mic uh, the one percent that we're talking about really it, it, they should be called un American yeah.
8: okay yeah
2: and this movement <laughs> excuse me uh, this is awesome um, and uh, I just I'm just saying hey give the power to the people. Uh,
0: I'm Tom, I've been out here for about 12 years, uh, medical insurance went up from everybody was using it for free and so my company couldn't pay for my medical, uh, I was in the uh, computer department really times for 10 years, I lost my house, I lost everything I ever worked for, that, besides uh, the uh there's a lot of people here that are educated, I mean these just aren't teenagers around here, there's some older people like me that are Really concerned about their house, their kids, uh, you know, education and stuff like that. I would, I would uh, urge you to look into who the one percent are. The one percent are the Federal Reserve System. Uh, Those people are 12 banks across the United States, owned by the Rockefellers, the Hunts, the Rothschilds, and you name them. That's the one percent we're talking about. Uh, They, they get our money. And then they put it in the IMF and they give it to Greece and France and Germany. All your money, the trillions and trillions of dollars. Now, if you don't know who the Federal Reserve is, I've got CDs that'll blow your mind. Uh, A guy did a real research on it. It's the best kept secret in the world. And, uh, you know, this is what's happening. Federal Reserve was a clearinghouse for checks at one time. They're printing money. Uh, Every time they print a trillion dollars, your dollar goes down, you know, 10 cents. Uh, it's it's not it's a Ponzi scheme. It's a it's a house of cards. It's not going to work for very long. Let me tell you, and uh, we're losing our houses. We're losing everything. The, the housing market was a scam. Uh, there were some thieves uh, in Congress and in Wall Street, and they were all doing toxic loans, giving out toxic uh, loans to that weren't no good. And uh, Barney Frank's—I well, I don't want to mention too many uh, congressmen—but Barney Frank's let the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac just give out the money to anybody that applied. It didn't, you didn't even have to be a human to get these loans for a house, and they were no good. And as soon as it failed across the, 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 the world whenever they uh gave out these loans to the world they bought them back bought right. them from us right anyway uh, like i said if you want to know about the federal reserve and what it is the one percent uh let me know they the, the federal reserve it was a banking system killed killed lincoln and killed kennedy if you want to know what a united states note is let, ask me later it's what's going to replace the federal reserve note anyway let's uh I've got copies of these CDs if you want to contact me after the show.
1: Students for the people. (laughs) My name is Anna. I'm a graduate of Stokka University, standing here with some uh, current students. I'm about $30,000 in debt applying to law schools. That's just going to get worse. Um, We thirst for learning and to change the world positively, and we're going into debt for it. Um, my friend Julianne here wants to talk a little bit about some student reach
8: outreach so,
5: Thank you. I am also a student of Soka University in Aliso Viejo and there's so many young people here and it's so great to see us all here. We want to say to all of you, you have nothing to fear because the young people are here and we're united. We have nothing to fear. Our lives are so powerful. So thank you so much. Let's get together. Why do we learn? Let's remember why we study. We study not to become part of the 1%, right? We study to change our environments. So let's start that change by uniting together and really mobilizing and creating positive change in Orange County.
3: The, 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 I, I, we got an open mic coming up later so that, that that's it for now, we have a speaker Mark Levine, uh, later we are having an open mic, you can say whatever you want you can play whatever you want and here's Mark Levine everybody, give him a hand
1: thank you um, I can say when we were marching, I saw Porsche's beeping, I saw Lexus's beeping I even saw a Mercedes beeping so if we have people who can afford those cars, which probably aren't most of us, that means we're starting to peel away a bit more of the top of the other 99%, and then you get them to realize not only won't they be able to become that 1% they always dreamed they could be, but they shouldn't want to be the 1%, and they should want to change the world rather than become the elite. So that, that to me is a very hopeful sign. The, the only reason I wanted to speak here is because I happen to be lucky enough to be in Egypt. In in February, when this began, and, you know, it really started off with not many more people than you see here, so it's hard to imagine you could go from a few hundred to a few hundred thousand in less than two weeks, but that's what happened, and it happened because people realized they had nothing left to lose, and they broke through the wall of fear, and that's the single most important thing that I think we have to realize. Not only don't we have nothing left to lose, if this keeps going on, our kids are really going to have nothing left to lose. So we need to go home, you know, it's not enough just to come here and have a good time and think you did something. For each one of us there's 20 people we know who didn't come and who should have been here. So what you need to do is go home and call those 20 people who didn't want to come and you need to do what one of the women who started the Egyptian revolution, which she did, she shamed other Egyptians into coming. She put a young headscarfed woman put a video on YouTube and said to the men of Egypt, I am going to Tahrir Square and I will have no fear. And if I'm willing to die, why aren't you? And that's what brought the men out. So maybe we don't have to make something that stark to our friends because probably we're not going to die just by coming out here. But we do need to go and shame our friends and let them know how important it is to be here now and not wait for it to get that much worse till they realize they have no choice. But I just want to read something. While I was there, the Wisconsin protest, which really started this whole movement in the US, happened. And Tom Morello, who many of you know from Rage Against the Machine, who has been playing at many of the protests, he contacted me and asked me, do you know someone from Egypt, one of the organizers, who can say something to inspire the people in Wisconsin? And I asked one of my friends, a young poet who was there at the center of the protest throughout the whole time, if he could write something. And he wrote something very eloquent, which um, Tom read to the protesters in Wisconsin. And they had thousands of people there and 20 below zero. So we really have no excuse in this kind of weather. But I spoke to my friend last night, and I said, his name is Amor. I said, Amor, do you mind if I take that poem and substitute? Irvine for Wisconsin and read it tomorrow? He said absolutely please do because the spirit is still needed and as we can see in Egypt with all the deaths that just happened last week the revolution doesn't take a day it doesn't take a week, it doesn't take a month it takes years so we're really at the very very beginning of a long process but let me just read what my friend Amor sent from Tahrir Square to Tom Morello and the people of Wisconsin said to our fellows in Madison, Wisconsin or Irvine You know, you can come down to Tahrir for a change. The change, my friends, is never for free. The beauty there in Tahrir, you can have everywhere. Just name a corner in your heart. Some name, maybe Madison or Irvine, or simply name it after your girl. Maybe Tahrir. Name it after where you are or where you want to be. Hold on tightly and don't let go. Wherever you are, you may have it all, in Wisconsin, or Irvine, or Tahrir. As long as you have it in your heart, a bit of Tahrir. Breathe, Irvine. Our good fortune is out there, in the breeze. In the Midwest, in the Far West, or in the Middle East. Breathe deep. Change is in the air. And may the spirit of Tahrir be in each heart that beats. That's from one of the organizers of Tahrir, and that's the message he wants me to give to you. Thank you.
3: Yeah, go
2: ahead, right here. Hey, my name is David Reyes. As I just want to say It's nice to see everybody
0: out here.
8: Happy birthday, David! Thank you. I appreciate it. And I just wanted to
2: say
0: that it's good to see everybody that's different nationalities here. It's not about nationality. It's about class. You know, we're all in the same boat here. So if you're black, white, Mexican, polka dot, pink, purple, it's just good to see everybody here. And just having
2: a good time and just all for the same cause, which is a against perfect group.
3: I'm just glad to see a lot of nationalities out here. Alright, um, Occupy Occupy Wall Street made a declaration, and Keith Oberman announced it on his show. I forgot the name of the show, but, um, he got fired from, I believe it was uh, MSNBC, uh, because he was telling the truth too much. So we're going to listen to this declaration from Occupy Wall Street.
6: And uh, that's going to happen right about now. Occupy Wall Street says and wants. It is, in essence, their special comment. As we gather together in solidarity to express a feeling of mass injustice, we must not lose sight of what brought us together. We write so that all people who feel wronged by the corporate forces of the world can know that we are your allies. As one people, united, we acknowledge the reality that the future of the human race requires the cooperation of its members, that our system must protect our rights, and upon corruption of that system, it is up to the individuals to protect their own rights and those of their neighbors, that the democratic government derives its just power from the people, that corporations do not seek consent to extract wealth from the people and the earth, and that no true democracy is attainable when the process is determined by economic power. We come to you at a time when corporations, which place profit over people, self-interest over justice, and oppression over equality, run our governments. We have peaceably assembled here, as is our right, to let these facts be known. They have taken our houses through an illegal foreclosure process, despite not having the original mortgage. They have taken bailouts from taxpayers with impunity and continue to give executives exorbitant bonuses. They have perpetuated inequality and discrimination in workplaces based on age, the color of one's skin, sex, gender identity, and sexual orientation. They have poisoned the food supply through negligence and undermined the farming system through monopolization. They have profited off the torture, confinement, and cruel treatment of countless animals and actively hide these practices. They have continuously sought to strip employees of the right to negotiate for better pay and safer working conditions. They have held students hostage with tens of thousands of dollars of debt on education, which is itself a human right. They have consistently outsourced labor and used that outsourcing as leverage to cut workers' health care and pay. They have influenced the courts to achieve the same rights as people with none of the culpability or responsibility. They have spent millions of dollars on legal teams that look for ways to get them out of contracts in regards to health insurance. They have sold our privacy as a commodity. They have used the military and police force to prevent freedom of the press. They have deliberately declined to recall faulty products, endangering lives in pursuit of profit. They determine economic policy despite the catastrophic failures their policies have produced and continue to produce. They have donated large sums of money to politicians who are responsible for regulating them. They continue to block alternate forms of energy to keep us dependent on oil. They continue to block generic forms of medicine that could save people's lives or provide relief in order to protect investments that have already turned a substantial profit. They have purposely covered up oil spills, accidents, faulty bookkeeping, and inactive ingredients in pursuit of profit. They purposefully kept people misinformed and fearful through their control of the media. They have accepted private contracts to murder prisoners, even when presented with serious doubts about their guilt. They have perpetuated colonialism at home and abroad. They have participated in the torture and murder of innocent civilians overseas. They continue to create weapons of mass destruction in order to receive government contracts. To the people of the world, we, the New York City General Assembly occupying Wall Street and Liberty Square, urge you to assert your power, exercise your right to peaceably assemble, occupy public space, create a process to address the problems we face, and generate solutions accessible to everyone. To all communities that take action and form groups in the spirit of direct democracy, we offer support, documentation, and all the resources at our disposal. Join us and make your voices heard. The statement issued from Zuccotti Park by the General Assembly at Occupy Wall Street. We'll continue and we'll continue to update you on the events and the violence that ensued this evening.
7: I changed the words for the verses just to fit this event, but uh, join in the refrain. You all know the refrain. Imagine
8: fiscal justice. Prioritize our wealth.
9: Much less for wars and prisons. Much more for schools and health. into the wall on
8: cannabis tax and regulate like one.
7: imagine budget sanity addressing our real needs
8: no more corporate welfare And to all this greed Imagine all the
9: billionaires And millionaires Finally paying their fair
8: share Everybody sing the refrain You may say that I'm a dreamer But I'm not the only one Someday you'll join us, and the world will live as one. Imagine true democracy,
7: an equal voice for
9: each. Corporations are not people, Jack money is not speech Imagine single payer No
8: more insurance profit for everybody You may say that I'm a dreamer But we're not the only one We hope someday you join us, and
2: the world will one. Power to the people, not the one percent! Power to the people, not the
8: one percent! Power to the people not the 1%, Power to the, people, not the 1%. Oh. Power to the people not the 1% 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 Show us what democracy looks like Show us what democracy looks like Show. What democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like. Show us what democracy looks like.
3: All right, everybody. I have Dee Marie who would like to speak.
5: You guys are awesome. Thank you for coming out in Orange County, California. Can we? Get... I can't. Can somebody get okay? Um, We're here because we love this country. We're here because we are citizens of this country. And we're here because we want a voice in our country. We want a voice in the legislation. We don't have that now. The voice belongs to the major corporations. And to the banking industry. We were asleep, and we let this happen. But we are awake, and we are going to take our country back. You know, I got involved in this uh, by accident. <laughs> um, I was watching what was going on in uh, Wall Street, and I'm like, finally, the people are waking up and they're ready to have their voice be heard. And that's why you're all here today. Yeah. You want your voices heard. When the Supreme Court said that corporations are human and that they can give as much money as they want anonymously, yeah. I knew we were in trouble. Yeah. You knew yeah. we were in trouble. Yeah. And this is what has happened. Yeah. The economy is because 1% of the elite is squeezing us. They're squeezing Orange County, they're squeezing California, they're squeezing the United States of America. And we're not going to take it anymore. The only way that we can take our government back is to stand united. And that's what we are doing today yay we are standing united yeah. this movement is growing it has, today this movement is global it has gone around the world we are not alone we are standing in solidarity we have the power we just have to utilize it What we're doing here today is making a statement. People said, why Irvine? I googled what is the financial center of Orange County. (laughs) Irvine. Santa Ana is the government seat, and Anaheim is the seat of entertainment, and the money funnels through Irvine. This is why we're here. And we're not here for just one day. We are going to be here as long as it takes to get our government back. (laughs) With that in mind, remember, we are united. We stand together. We love our neighbor just as we love our country. and all the occupies it starts out with a core group and the longer we stand in solidarity that group grows that's what we want to see in Orange County we're here on this front lawn we want to spread all the way to the doors and into the parks we're going to take over Orange County yeah. Yeah. in order to do that we have to show those who are watching that we are peaceful, Amen. that we are nonviolent, Amen. and that we are organized, and that we can police ourselves. Yes. Amen. So there's a few things that we need to do in order for us to maintain our presence in Irvine. We want to be able to show a unified face to the media, and to City Hall. We stand together, and we help one another. Now, this isn't Occupy. We are standing here, where Wall Street did on their first day, and Occupy LA did on their first day. We have utilized our right to free speech and assembly to walk on the sidewalks and express our voice. Tonight we're gonna occupy and we need people out here to stand with us. Now if you have no plans on occupying, please be out here at ten o'clock. You can go home, but be here and give those brave souls who are willing to stake put their lives on the line, give them support. Okay? If you got a tent at home bring it. You don't have to sleep in it. Somebody else will. Let's fill this lawn with tents. Let Orange County know that we are occupying and we're not leaving until we get our government back. We are officially in occupation. That means that we will follow the model of Occupy Wall Street. Occupy LA, Occupy San Diego. We will be having our first General Assembly of all Orange County citizens who wish to participate. Tonight, 7.30. We would like to see as many people that are here be there and more. Call your neighbors. Call your family and friends. Have them come down and see what true democracy looks like. That's what you'll see at 7.30 in General Assembly. Now, let's do housekeeping. Okay? That's what we do. We're a family. We are now a village. We're a family. Okay. So, one, we're going to self-police and we're going to ensure that the grounds stay clean. if you see trash pick it up it doesn't have to be your trash just pick it up and dispose of it we have waste containers here so let's use them let's recycle we are awake and we're conscious and we are the beginning of a new society that is conscious and loves mother earth and we're going to take care of it we are not exploiting this planet the corporations are doing we are the beginning of of the new society where we are conscious and we take care of one another and our home Okay. Uh, let's see restrooms we wish we had porta parties out here unfortunately we can't get them here yet that doesn't mean they're not coming we're working on it Everything is, uh, you know, we got red tape we're working through, okay? Yeah. parties, They, parties there's actually restrooms available in the park. They're open from 7 in the morning till 10 p.m. at night. All right, if you're occupying, I suggest you take a march over there before 10 p.m. tonight. Okay? Um, let's remember that we are in the middle of a city, we're not out in Joshua Tree in the middle of the desert, we're in the middle of the city. And if you can't make the hike and you need to leave to come back, we totally understand. Uh, tonight at ten o'clock, we will make a determination as to whether we stay on the grass or we move to the sidewalks. We just need the volume
1: up because we here in the back. No no,
5: I Okay. There are people around here with safety vests. They're in orange safety vests. Those are your safety guides. Okay? They're there to assist us when we mobilize as well as to assist you if you need anything. So when we ask people to move, please do so. Again, the number one goal is for us to be able to stay here as long as it takes. Okay? So... Let's work together to make this happen. Uh, what else we got? you address about? the parking situation? Okay. All parking right. City. Parking situation. Very good. We do have the parking lots over here. Um, if the sign says that it closes and you're subject to tell it does any has anybody checked that out to see if that's the case? No. I would suggest that you know we, we find alter- alternative parking or have a family member drop you off uh... let's try and stay within the letter of the law as much as we can until we can work out the logistics L.A. worked out the logistics it took a couple of days but they worked it out they worked within the letter of the law until we got help from the city okay and we expect the same thing to happen here Um, Tra- we talked about trash. Okay. As far as the trash, we've got uh, the waste management donated 30 boxes. But it would be great if you all had your own trash bags and kind of kept up after yourself, okay? Uh, because tonight we're going to have to self police these containers. So we're going to need volunteers tonight to help take the trash away, all right? So please keep that in mind. What else do we need to talk about? About. What else do we need to talk about? Okay, what else? Food. Food. All right, food. I know that you all are hungry. Again, for the next couple of days, you're going to need to take care of yourselves with your food. Uh, There are very strict health codes, and it's going to take uh, a few days to work out uh, to be able to set up a tent to dispense food according to the health code. That's the first thing the city will use to shut us down. So what we have today, any food that comes, it needs to be pre-packaged. We cannot have a big vat of food and distribute the food. We can't do that. Not yet. We're working on this. So, you know, we're we're a big family. And if you guys have expertise, Like in health code, if anybody here is certified in in the state health code, I see a hand. Woo! All right, we need you, okay? So go and talk to the uh, table up front and let us get your information. And it's going to need to be more than you, so spread the word. We need people who are certified who know the state health code. So up until then, please, the next couple of days, We're going to be responsible adults, and we're going to take care of our own needs. Agreed? Agreed. All right. All right. We have a website. How many of you realize that we have a website? Okay. Our website address, wwwoccupy ocorg All right. You've got your needs list on there. We're going to need a lot of donation of in-kind goods. And the list is on there. Talk to your friends. Talk to your employer. Let them know that what we're doing here is to benefit everyone. Everyone is going to benefit from this movement. So let them make donations to it. But they won't do it unless you tell them. So help spread the word, okay? Okay, anything else? Traffic laws, stay off the sidewalks. right. please uh, be very careful and uh, do not impede the traffic of people on the sidewalks. We must allow the sidewalks and driveways to remain open for public access. So, please stay on the grassy area and again be aware we're going to show love to the people here and the people who are out there. And we're going to be kind and we're going to be considerate. Uh, if for any reason that you're going to leave, um, please think about leaving your signs behind for people who come to uh, further the marches. We're marching, people. We're marching every day. Every day we're going to be marching. We are going to march on that financial district. They're going to know that they're going to have to clean up their act. So if you have a sign and you're not going to be out here during the week, please leave your sign for those people who will be out there and marching and representing you. Alright, we're one big happy family and we all have the same goal and we are going to work together. We're done? We're done. I think that's housekeeping so alright we got donations Woo! occupy Orange County so thank you all for being out here we're doing this together we're doing this for ourselves we're doing this for our parents we're doing this for our children and their children we will have our government back Let's work together, and we are the 99% who will no longer tolerate the greed and corruption of the 1%. Thank you.
3: Okay, um, <clears throat> we're going to do some open mic now. If you would like to say or play or whatever you want to do on the mic. I got a list right here. You can sign up. Um, and um, our, our actually our, our first person for open mic tonight is uh, Alessandro Levine. And uh, can you g- can you guys uh, play a, like introduce?
5: One other thing that I'd like to say, and that is, in order for this movement to be able to uh, reach its goal, we have to stay focused on the goal. We all have causes that that we are passionate about, and we have the right to speak about them. Sorry. Okay. But in order for us to be, for all of us to attain our goals and our individual causes the first thing is that we have to get our government back we've got to get the money out of politics so let's stay focused on that goal that's step one once we get our government back then you all can pursue whatever cause you want to because until we do that you're wasting your time and energy so let's everybody you know, it, I know we all have our political affiliations, we have our religious affiliations, and that's the beauty of this country, we have the freedom to do that. This is not the place for that. We are here to reclaim our government from the financial uh, greed and corruption. So let's stay focused on that goal, and then we can go out and we can pursue our individual causes. Thank you.
4: Hello? I'm gonna sing um, What If God Was One Of Us by Joan Osborne, and it's a good question, but I think if he was one of us, he would be pretty pissed off with us right now. She, he, whatever. I don't know.
8: Okay,
4: this is What If God Was One Of Us by Joan Osborne.
8: Yeah, 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 yeah. What if I was one of us? Just a song like one of us. Just a stranger, on will hold the bus. I mean,
4: dancer and piano man, but Elton John and Billy Joel, so I'm going to play piano man first.
3: got to be, I got too many people signed up. So yeah, it's going to be two songs or eight minutes if you could, you know, try to keep it down to two songs. I got a lot of people that want to, you know, play or talk or, but thanks. That was Alejandro Levine. Or Levine. Um, Bruce Martinez. Come on up here. Are you, are you out there? There he is.
10: How's everybody doing today? Good, good. Uh, just thank you for the opportunity for me to be here and to be in support of, and to be in support of all of you people here. So I thank you all. I just want to say how much I love the United States. This is the greatest country in the world, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I'm thanking God for the government that we do have even though it's not running right. But I just want to make you guys aware of your spending and buying too many goods. We're too dependent on being consumers, buying shirts, shoes, iPhones. It's all materialistic stuff. And what really matters is each other. That is the most important thing. It's a human race, joined together and uniting. But please be aware that the people on Wall Street do not understand this. They could care less about this. What they understand is the dollar. They understand money. They don't understand anything else but the dollar. So please be aware and try to, you know, try and not to buy so many things. You know, food is a necessity we have to live with. Grow your own. Yeah, grow your own. But please stop. You know, just cut down. I've um I've gone so long um without that it's so easy for me now not to have the shoes I wear. Somebody else wore them. The pants I'm wearing, somebody else wore them. And you know what? They still look good. (laughs) Right? So, but when it comes down to it, each and every one of us, we all love each other. And that's the one message, you know, that unites us all is love. And let's not forget that. What are we living for?
3: I don't know. Love. (laughs) Oh.
10: But that, that's, that's all I want to make everybody to be more aware of, you know, the way you're spending your money and what you're spending it for and why you're spending it. It's not going to make you feel better, but whatever you want to do with it, it's up to you. But please, you know, let's get them to understand that we are the people, we are the power, and what we say matters. But to them, we got to hit them in the pocketbook. Uh you know what? My pocketbook is empty! But that's alright. So thank you everybody.
3: Thank you very much. That's Bruce Martinez. Thanks for those uh, words, Bruce. Um, next up we have, um, Archie. Archie, Archie, Lo- uh, how do you say your last name? Logsdon, Archie Logsdon. He played earlier. He's going to play again a couple of songs for you. Let me get your, uh